0: All right, so this is the Sunsplash Mix Show. I am Ja Prince,
1: and I'm Selector Princess,
0: and that is Joel. Joel from L.A. There, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Welcome to the Sunsplash Mix. Now we promote reggae music and just good music, basically around the world. Um, for those who are trying to network and um get their product out there, you and your band are now working on the fifth album in five years so who is the lab the lab
2: yeah so we're um we're from uh aotearoa new zealand and uh we've been together now for uh coming up six years and um man we're having a lot of fun we've been writing music uh you know we write music all the time and we record we go down to uh, a place called wellington which is the capital city of new zealand um we fly down there and we record our music um we've been yeah we've been going hard for like the last five years and uh so stoked to have our fifth album in the bag which is just about to get released in uh two weeks so um uh, we just released the first single off that album uh two days ago in in new zealand and uh this response has been amazing um so, yeah, we're looking forward to a really good summer here of lots of shows and um, uh, stuff like that. But, yeah, LAB's been been going hard for, for a long time and we've been lucky enough to play some really big shows uh, in New Zealand. Um, we did a really big headline show last year in, in Auckland in front of 17,000 people. That was our biggest show. So it was uh, really special. So, yeah. The
1: music speaks for itself. First of all... I would like to know what LAB LAB stands for, and introduce the members in the band, please.
2: Yeah, for sure. So LAB um, stands for the. Uh, it's kind of adopted a um, a different acronym now, but it, it used to be for the the original members of the band. Um, but now we've decided that it's like the musical laboratory. It's kind of what we've decided ah. to keep it as. We couldn't change the name to Jab because my name's Joel. And it's like, you can't say Jab, especially in today's day and age with the, <laughs> vaccinations. So, <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, we just kept it LAB. And um, we've got uh, five five members in the band, myself uh, on guitar, uh, lead guitar and lead vocal, uh me huddle gregory is our piano player and singer beautiful piano player um Stu quarter is our other uh, other piano player and guitarist he also sings um other adams tomatier is our bass player he's um he's really enriched in the in the reggae culture too because he played with the band i don't know if you guys have heard catch a fire yes. um uh, he was the original bass player for catch a fire for about 10 years so um, so we're really lucky to have him in the band, and then our uh, our band leader and producer songwriter is the drummer Brad Quarter. Um, incredible drummer, incredible songwriter. Um, so yeah, that, that's the the core members of the band. When we go on tour, we we take um, we take about another six or seven members. We have a four piece um, string section that's play with us, uh, four violins. Um, We've got two backing vocalists, uh, a saxophone player who comes out and plays a few songs, Um, and we're about to introduce a percussion player this summer, which is going to be fun too. So we're always trying to add those elements, you know, especially as the band goes along. Um, It keeps it fresh for us as as the five members. But as you know, in the studio, you can really layer things up, so it's nice to have those extra members come in when you're playing live to add those different colours. I like that. I like
0: that. Let's talk about playing live, like you said, and having a band that's kind of morphing over the years, which is actually a good thing to be able to experiment. So every other month when you're not on tour and you're not doing big festivals, are you guys still like just, hey, we're just gigging. We're just down at the pub. We're just trying to, you know, mess around with new sounds. Is that still something that you're doing, even though you're on your fifth album?
2: Yeah, we we don't. um... We don't play in pubs anymore, but we, that's where we started for sure. That's how mm-hmm. LAB started out playing and, you know, small, small shows around the place. And, um, we're lucky enough to have the, the four of us, um, that started the band, uh, live quite closely. So <clears throat> Miharu lives in Wellington, which is about six hours away. So he flies up and we quite often go to, to, um, uh, just up the coast a little bit to a place called Fakatani. um, and we we jam for like two you know two or three days in a row. We've got our own little studio set up there, like mm-hmm. a, a rehearsal space, um, and that's where we do a lot of our creating and and you know woodshitting. I like it. I like it. For those who don't know, like you said, there's a lot of bands
0: in New Zealand, but again, they're gonna say, "Well, man." These guys are like the reggae bands that are in Hawaii or, like, you know, on the West Coast of uh United States. There's a lot of bands. You guys are really known through our network. A lot of people have been telling you, um, telling us about you guys. Um, Again, how important is it that it's, hey, we only play the music that's right in our album. We only play our cuts. We don't freestyle and we don't like do those things. How is a performance from the L.A.B.?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, when we play live, we, 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 and even with our songwriting, we, we're not like exclusive to just playing reggae. And I think that's, what's kind of special about the band. And, um, one of our biggest songs that kind of took the band to the next level in, in New Zealand was a song called in the air. And, um, it's kind of reminiscent of like seventies, you know, Steely Dan, uh, Fleetwood Mac style, you know, uh, that kind of feel Um so I, I I think reggae is definitely, you know, it's definitely our thing but um we love playing, I mean, even on uh, our third album we've got a heavy metal song right at the end, like a heavy rock song that's <laughs> influenced by like Black Sabbath and, and Iron Maiden and stuff like that, so um yeah, and I think that's you know that even the, on the, the the next album coming out we've got a country song <laughs> which is like <laughs> completely left field but it still sounds like LAB it still sounds like us you know I think Um, yeah it's nice it's nice to be diverse it's nice to have the freedom to create absolutely yeah and and I you know there are so many different influences in the band in regards to styles you know like uh even electronic elements you know with um with uh with some of the boys and uh our bass player he's right into you know hip-hop and R&B so you know I'm into lots of blues, like American music is how I grew up, listening to, you know, B.B. King, Steve Ray Vaughan as a guitarist, you know, just all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, no, it's fun, man.
1: We're talking about past and present uh, is what I'm hearing from the different artists that Mm -hmm. you've uh, mentioned. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to know the places that you've traveled to and would like to go to
2: uh, in the future on tour. Yeah, for sure. We've, um <clears throat> uh, the only place we've played internationally is Australia. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, last time we were there was t- 2019, actually maybe 2018. I can't remember. It was before the pandemic anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, so we haven't really toured internationally for two years, but, um, mm-hmm. we're, we're just, we're itching to get overseas. We can't wait. Oh, I bet. Um, and obviously the States is definitely, um, you know, even Hawaii, like you guys are saying, and on the on the West Coast there is, is definitely uh, a, a place where we're trying to, you know, solidify something. Um, and also in Europe and, and the UK as well. <clears throat> but um, I, that's where we'd love to tour, uh, definitely. I mean, and it's really hard, you know. It, it costs a lot of money to tour overseas, especially coming from little old New Zealand right at the bottom of the world. Um, so we kind of have to be careful how we, you know, what one we choose. But I think at the at the moment it's looking like America. Um, uh, Yeah, it's looking like the states. So that'd be cool. We have to come see you guys.
0: Oh, that's we'd, what i mean. we'd yeah, love it. I mean. Yeah. But well,
2: you know, we'll pull a couple strings. You know, you know.
0: But the festival touring is yes. definitely right in your lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to not be boxed in, like, oh no, they're on the reggae night. You know, yes. with the reggae. Nah, mm-hmm. you can put this band practically anywhere yeah. on the lineup. Yeah. Yep. So for those who don't know, sometimes it's not just the song, but Mr. Reggae is a very good melodic song. I just got to let you know that. And some of oh, those things are kind of missing, we think, even here on our hardcore reggae market, hardcore dance hall market. Um, what's that buildup? Who who gets the credit for saying, you know what? We want an easy vibe for Mr. Reggae.
2: Yeah, so that, that song uh, is actually... Um... Uh, it's, a, it's a cover. It's a, it's a song from Hawaii um, from a band called the Carl Crater Boys. I don't know if you've heard of them, but the, the, um, it's, it's like a ukulele style, kind of like, um, you know, the guy that did Somewhere Over the Rainbow. It's um, yeah, in that vein of, of, of reggae style, um, that Hawaiian thing. And um, it's a song that the, the two Cora brothers in the band, Stew and Brad, um, have been playing for the last 10, 15 years with, with their previous bands. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and we we decided man, we, we should record this. It's it's a song that we keep playing. Every time we do a show, we always have a few beers afterwards and we always get the guitars out and we start playing more music. It's just what you do, right? right. And, <laughs> um, and it's the one song that always comes up. We always keep playing it. I am music. We're like, oh, we've got to record this song, man. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, we, and it's, I guess the, we did, we definitely messed with the, with the structure of it and the arrangement, um, and adding in, um, one of the elements, like I said, was the ukulele, but we decided to, um, put in, uh, like Spanish guitar, like nylon strings. So, um, right. that's me playing the, 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 nylon and then having that kind of more jazz influence as well with the keys and that. So it's just, you know, those, those elements that, um, Brad is the producer. He comes in with these incredible, like, you know, all those little percussion things and little hits and vocal dubs and stuff like that, you know, it just adds all that flavor.
0: I love it. I love it. Nowadays, we know that bands need to be on social media and you got to be selling merch and stickers and, (laughs) you know, shot glasses and hats. Um, How do you feel? Are you guys sociable? People can come up. They're in your DMs
2: your interaction with fans, it's, it's good, right? Oh, so good, man. And we, we love, um, you know, I think we're, we're kind of grassroots kind of people. We don't, we don't see ourselves higher than anybody else, you know, regardless of the success of the band, um, uh, that, you know, if anything that makes me want to do more stuff in the community and more, you know, more things for people. It's, um, and as a band, we, we thrive on like, for example, um, couple days ago somebody reached out about um a family member who was quite sick and and they really loved lab and they wanted to um they wanted lab to dedicate a song to to their father and we're like oh that sounds cool you know but we took it a step further and and he's this guy was a singer This, this guy and one of the last songs he sung live uh he sounds like he's pretty sick you know so one of the last songs he sung live was a lab song Mm. Uh, called Love of Jane, <clears throat> and we, we and it, they said, Oh, we're coming to your concert in about two months. Um, is there any chance you could dedicate the song to our dad? We're like, Yeah, of course, we can. Why don't we get him on stage and he can sing it with us? So wow. you know, it's like, Of course, man, and he's a great singer, you know, so let's, let's yeah. make it happen. Um, yeah, and we're always doing shout outs, and that, and, and I think you know, in, in the world of social media and today, like the connection between. The pop star or the big band and the big you know the connection between them and the audience has become so much closer yeah you know you used to be able to be you know isolated yeah. you know yeah. but now you're so accessible which is good and bad but um mm-hmm. you know in regards to your fans i think you know it means the world to your fans if you can reach out and personally you know definitely. talk to them mm-hmm.
1: definitely and since you're on your fifth album What's the concept behind album one,
2: two, three, four, five? Yeah, I think um, I mean the, the, we did we never wanted to name our albums, um, and we you know we've been brought up in the in the era of bands that were releasing sometimes two two albums a year. You know, like mm-hmm. um, you look at bands like I don't know the Beatles, Earthman of yeah. Five. Bob Marley, I mean, he's got so many albums. Um, And we wanted to be an album band. We never wanted to be a band that just wrote singles and released Mm -hmm. singles, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's something that we solidified at the start, you know. Um, And as time went on, like, we've evolved and we've definitely found our sound and found a chemistry that's working, you know. Um, But it didn't happen straight away, you know. Like, the first album was definitely... There's always growing pains when you're working with new people and and you know there's different influences and Mm -hmm. um i think you know if i listen to album one and i listen to album five i can still hear the same band i can still hear the same energy um but we've definitely evolved we've definitely changed a few things we've changed how we write certain things Mm -hmm. um we've figured out how to capture the lightning in a bottle kind of Mm -hmm. yeah especially in the studio like it's it's, Uh, you know that, um, yeah. I, I guess the concept behind the releasing it was originally meant to be three albums in three years. That was our goal. We wow. wrote it on the back. Yeah, yeah. We wrote it on the back of a pizza box. We had pizza one night, and we got a pen out and we started writing these goals. It's like LAB. What this is before we had anything, you know. Right. What do we want to do? You know. Come on, boys. Let's let's write some goals. You know. <laughs> and um, and that was that was one of them. Let's do three albums in three years. We all wanted to, you know, make enough money so we could buy our families a cool. house, you know, everybody had. Yeah. So we're slowly achieving those goals, sure. blowing yeah. those goals out the window, to be quite honest. We need to eat some more pizza. There we ah. go. <laughs>
1: hey, maybe the sixth album will be called Pizza.
0: Slices. There we go. <laughs>
2: grow yeah.
1: with you, yeah. evolve with you. <laughs> no, they're
0: going to yeah, have yeah. A signature pizza, you know, yeah. a New Zealand special, you know, ingredient. <laughs> The Pizza Diaries. Yeah yeah. 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 I like it. And Incredible. Every year, like you said, even um, individual artists, but specifically a band, there's there's something that's called leveling up. Mm-hmm. So when we were speaking to Protégé and his, and his producer, Winterfresh, they would go to different studios, they would see different techniques, different microphones, different mm-hmm. ways to record. Is there something that you would like to share maybe with another band that, hey, guys, this is what this last album, we're not telling you the secrets, but make sure you buy this or or make sure, you know, you guys think about that. Is there something technological-wise or a way to record that you think other bands, live bands, should really,
2: you know, benefit from? Yeah. Um, I I guess something that's worked for LAB is, like, uh, we've always gone down the the more analog route of of recording. You know, we try to use, um, for example, with the drum kit, Brad uses like a nineteen seventies lug lugwood drum um, kit, and it sounds like uh, you know it doesn't sound like crap. But when you play it in the studio, it just yeah. sounds like you know the snares are dead and the toms have got like you know stuff mm-hmm. planted on them, so it doesn't has. It, they just sound dead. It sounds like a yeah. dead drum kit. But when you record it mm. and you capture the sound, and then you it it's how it sounds in the mix it's kind of that whole idea of like by itself it sounds like crap but when you put it together with other things it sounds great same with the guitar you know like some of the guitar stuff we do um we make sure we use like old school valve amps fenders um, fenders, and and we just get that really warm tone you know we don't want to use like multi effects and stuff like that you know Um, um um, the The microphone that I use for recordings an old Sony. It's again like a really old microphone. Sometimes it breaks, and we have to get a, like a newer one in, and like a Shure SM seven or something like that. But we like using yeah really old gear, and sometimes we um, put the songs to tape. So you record it, you know, digitally, two inch tape, you know, Pro Tools or whatever, and then you record it back into two inch tape. Yeah, and sometimes we only do that with the drums. Like we just want the drums to sound like that. Mm -hmm. um but i guess like for for recording as a band you know we try it we try and get at least three of us like drums bass, and one guitar at least one guitar Mm -hmm. recording the the core of the track you know and then we start layering up you know Mm -hmm. like a keyboard skank and then another guitar Mm -hmm. following Mm -hmm. the bass line um you know what i mean so we try to um I don't want to give away too many secrets, yeah. um, but you know that's 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 the <laughs> But you know, it's just trying to capture the live energy of of the band. We really thrive on that, and I believe that's what people are feeling when they listen to our music. Is Fun. they can feel it's it's yeah. a band in a room playing. Right when you, you're. My example for that is, is bands like ACDC and Rage Against the Machine. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not reggae bands. Even Bob Marley no, is yeah, another great yeah. example. But, mm-hmm. you know, you listen to Rage Against the Machine, and it's just, it's lightning in a bottle. It's just yeah. like, man, that's pure <laughs> band energy, you know?
0: Right, yeah. Right, Yeah. and definitely a um, uh, shout-out to all the live engineers that are there. Just like you said, over the years, you guys can perfect the sound that you know that you want. Others may not have the resources and um, the camaraderie. Sometimes the drummer don't get along with the guitars. But the (laughs) finished product is is always what everyone is working on. So uh, we, we salute you guys for four solid albums. And in February, reggae month, album number five will release. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: All right. Social media. Well, we'd like to know how we can get in touch with you on social media and where is your music available?
2: Yeah, so we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, we're on TikTok now. TikTok's the new thing, right? You're gonna be. Like, Everybody's gonna be on TikTok. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously, Spotify, uh, YouTube. Uh, you can buy our music through um, Bandcamp as Ooh. well. If you head to uh, Loop, L-O-O-P. co. dot nz, mm-hmm. uh, you'll be able to buy our vinyls, our merchandise. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're into buying that kind of stuff, oh, uh, having yeah. the phys- yeah. physical copies of everything. Oh. Um, yeah, and and that's pretty much where you can get our music. All uh, our next album um, will be out pretty soon, so that'll be on on all of those as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good look. We thank you for the time.
0: And, and for those who don't know, yes, we're going to see them on the yes. West Coast. Well, they call that the Cush Coast. But yes. the West Coast of the United States, <laughs> where all the live festivals coming from Sierra, Nevada, all the way down to Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we might get the LAB in Long Beach very soon. So uh, thanks very for your time, Joe. Yeah.
2: yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's awesome.
1: And say hello to your other bandmates, too. Ooh.
2: Yeah, I will. Thank you.
1: All right love one thing
2: so